Before I start the episode of Dad Is Not An Out, I want to thank my sponsor, The Real Dads Network. The Real Dads Network is a resource and network organization that provides information and opportunities to improve the lives of Black fathers. Through activities and events, the RDN promotes and portray positive Black fathers worldwide. For more information on the Real Dads Network, go to www.realdadsnetwork.org, as well as the link will be in the description below. So for you, yeah, yeah. There whenever it matters and even more when you feel like it doesn't Protect you so you never feel like you wasn't Know I'm right alongside you, here but that I'm behind you But always got you, end of discussion, nothing means more First wanna offer his shoulders for what you preach for Thought I saw the eyes of the world until I seen yours And know that I ain't see a better view yet I'm with whatever, so don't ever you fret Know that you covered, not a hurdle or a heartbreak To change what a partake, cause none of them won't ever get comfortable in your walkway My job is to aware you, fully loaded Prepare you for all of the above that I'm never letting get near you. But still, in all, give you every advantage I found. Couldn't find a better fit for them along with my crown. And since the baton was passed, hopping down, cause feeling's not an option and dad is not a noun, not at all. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another amazing episode of Dad Is Not And Now. My name is Ishmael. Hope everyone's doing well. Oh, man. Oh, man. That video that went viral on IG, Twitter, 1.2 million views. A father surprised his son in the middle of the night and just the raw emotion of it just, just played with my heartstrings. I didn't know that video go viral already. I thought that was a private thing. Can I can I finish? (laughs) (laughs) Can can I finish, bro? I love you, man. Can I finish? Interrupt you later. Okay, (laughs) but the the person that really interrupted me is a a, a, my uh, a special guest with me, co-host Boyd. Hi, Boyd. How you doing? Thank you for interrupting me. How you doing, brother? I'm that guy. I'm that guy. Yes, you are. Tell people who you are. I'm the guy that interrupted. No, man, please. Talking, I'll tell that to keep talking about the video, please. I, no, 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 no. Don't it, no. Tell people more about yourself. We'll, I'm a, we'll I'm introduce. A fellow, I'm a fellow Army's veteran. I'm a major in the Army Reserve, West Point graduate, and I uh, was deployed in 2018 to Iraq and spent some time in Kuwait. A little bit of time in up in Erbil, which is unofficial Kurdistan. And I'm happy to. Be, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy that you're here, brother. I love you, man. Love and you. my other co-host. The one and only Uncle Mike from the Real Dads Network. Introduce yourself, Uncle Mike. Yeah. 
I'm Uncle Mike, and I'm part of the Real Dads Network. I'm a facilitator there and proud father and grandfather. And I'm, I'm just really, it's a blessing to be here and just to be a co-host with Ishmael. It's making my day. Uh, thank you, Uncle Mike. I love you too, Uncle Uncle Mike. You're amazing. And then our special guest, like I was really interrupted by my brother Lloyd. Um, the video went 1.2 million views. I don't know how he was able to do it because, <laughs> like, like the the stuff I know about, you know, trying to be being deployed and and trying to, you know, you know you get the a pass and you get a chance to see your family, but he was able to sneak out and see his son and that raw emotion of his son seeing his father. It just brought tears to my eyes. Um, I, I cry a lot. I ain't going front. I'm, I'm proud of that. I'm a proud of my emotions and I'm proud to have this man on. And first of all, thank you for your service. Also, boy, thank you for your service. Well, and he didn't sneak out because that means he did something he wasn't supposed to. Okay, <laughs> educate me, educate me. Thank you, bro. Yeah, he was on pass, but he didn't tell. He us. was on pass. <laughs> thank you. I get my man in trouble. I'm truly honored to have this brother on, Ralph Watts. Thank you for coming on, sir. How you oh, doing? Yeah, happy to be here. Happy to be here. Yeah. And sorry for the long. In intro and long and, and the interruption by Boyd. I apologize for that, but it's oh, in good no, love and <laughs> laughter. But thank you for coming on. How are you doing, brother? <laughs> I'm doing great, man. I'm, I'm I'm draining. I don't have COVID, so if I sound a little raspy, that's what's going on. Went from one climate to the next, so it, it's having an effect on me. <laughs> I feel you, brother. I'm with you, too. I just took my second shot of the uh of the vaccine so i'm kind of feeling it myself too but we rough it through right. take me back to that video all right oh, man. that emotional video yeah take us back to that time so man basically uh i snuck in town uh my kids didn't know i was coming my my wife did she booked me a flight i told her i want to see uh his last game of the season and uh I snuck in town man and that morning, I woke him up before school. It kind of just like, you know, rubbed him a little bit. And uh, he didn't realize it was me. He, he thought it was his mom. That's why he heard him kind of grunt a little bit. Like, uh -uh, not really. But when I kind of leaned over and, and, and got close to him, he kind of was like, wait a minute. The dude touches feel a little different. So uh, he woke up, man. It was that raw emotion when he saw me. So yeah, he's happy to see me, man. Me and my son are very close, very close. And then you also you have a daughter too. Yes, she was in that video. What was her reaction when she saw so, you? Actually, uh, when I came home, my daughter was in the bed with my uh, wife. So I picked her up, and then she kind of she was like, "Wait a minute, daddy!" And she she was still asleep. How we sleep? But she held on me tight, you know. When you pick up your kids and take them to their bed, she held on me tight and she uh she didn't she not as emotional as my son, but she was also happy to see me. Oh wow. Uh boy, you have a question. Yeah, um, I do. No, I'm listening. I'm listening. I can try to question, but I'll ask that for Uncle Mike goes. Okay. Yeah, uh, um, Ralph, so mm -hmm. how long hadn't your son seen you? Like how long was uh, it's, it, well, roughly between four and a half, five, five months. 
Wow, wow, wow. And I, I just want to know what was going through your mind while he was responding in such a you know emotional and beautiful way. Uh, uh I so it just feel natural, man. It's like a natural response, right? Like it's like that's the way it's supposed to happen. Oh, that's the response that I'm supposed to get because we are just connected in that way. Um, and it, it and it was a bond that you know. Uh, I, I had an old old mother, uh, church mother. She said, when your son is born, do flesh to flesh and have him like kind of under your under your uh, under under your armpit just a little bit so he can kind of smell you and feel you. And once you do that, they'll forever be connected to you. And wow. you can you can kind of mold them and groom them in a way. Um, and that's just like a little hidden, you know, secret, um, you know, ritual, you know, the old mothers be knowing some stuff that, that, uh, that it worked. Um, I never forget when she told me and I did it and it works, man. So everything now is kind of natural. I don't have to yell at him. Um, I can remember spanking him probably once. Um, but everything else, it just, it's just kind of. I just tell him and he, he kind of do it. Not that he's a perfect child. It's just I have that connection with him. Wow. Yeah. Uh, you have another question? Oh, you know. <laughs> Go ahead. I, I'm, I'm just, you know, that's incredible because, you know, the narrative that you hear about, especially men of color, yeah. we're not there, we don't show up. Right. Um, it's just great that we're showing the world that we mm -hmm. have changed narrative. It's not what right. they say about us, you know, and exactly. that's powerful. Yeah. That is powerful. Right, right. Yeah, that, that is yeah, powerful. We are changing the narrative, man, and it's unfortunate that situation like mine and, and you you guys, you know, you great fathers, it's not being highlighted because as you know, um, the disruption of the family um, is big business. And you know that if you don't have a structure in the home, more than likely the children will be uh, products of the system. Mm -hmm. So uh, they don't want to highlight things like that because it's not it, it don't it don't generate money. And, you know, so that's why we have to change in there. And, and and what I was what I found very powerful is that we've been taught that men do not cry, do not right. show emotion. So that's why it resonated with me in such a powerful way. Right. My question to you is, mm -hmm. is that something that you learned from your dad or is that mm -hmm. something you changed once you had a son? The Where first time, I'm sorry. No, the first time I seen my dad show emotion or raw emotion is when I graduated basic training. Oh, really? Other than that, my dad was not a crier. Uh, my mom wasn't. Um, you know, my, my mom and dad was divorced, although they was divorced, my dad was still in the picture. So that divorce, you know, if I can recall, if I can think back, I'm thinking that they both had to play a role where they didn't show sensitivity because it was more of survival. I got to do this. I got to do that. I don't have time to be weak. I need to show my son that he had to get up to go to work like I do. Um, he's in a society where he can't really show emotion because somebody will take advantage of him. 
Um, so I had to learn to be emotional. Uh, you know, just some trials and tribulations, just, uh, you know, in my life, um, you know, required for me to be emotion, emotional. Um, and it's just something I had to practice. I had to learn how my child, how my children respond. Um, you know, seven love languages. My son, he's he he uh, responds with physical touch. Okay. You know? uh, so I, you know, when I talk to him, you know, I talk with my hands. My hands around him. You know, he don't respond well to yelling. So you know, I talk to him in a way. So it just some things I had to pick up and put in my tool belt uh, in order to get my my son to respond. Wow, that's powerful. Um, we have me, me and your son. We have we have a connection. Okay. My, love, my love language is physical touch. Also, okay, great. <laughs> it's just so great that a father has educated himself so to find out that there is there are five love languages. Right, 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 right. Five. Without kids, that's right. so powerful. You yeah, man, it's, it's a science, man. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's you know my my background is mental health. Um, 15 years of mental health counseling, primarily in uh, in the uh, Department of Corrections, I'm licensed mental health counselor. But but it's a science, man, to develop relationships, just not even with your your family, and just with people. Um, you gotta understand, man. It's we are we all are interconnected, and that's with the universe also. You know, uh, I don't get into horoscopes, but I do believe in signs. Um, your signs is just basically how your personality. So I, I learned all that about my wife, my, my, my kids, put it all together, man. And, <laughs> and so connect. far it's working. And connect, right? And connect, right, yeah. right, right, right. Because that connection was strong. I mean, yeah. you, you, you couldn't, you couldn't try to script that. That was real. Right. Yeah, that man. Authentic. Authentic. Yeah. Exactly. Definitely. And talking about connection, boy, you got a question. Boy, yeah, where where uh, were you? Where were you molded out of? Uh, like where I'm molded out now. Yeah, that 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 you. So got they got chat. I can say I'm Eastern. Well, I'm Western. Uh, let me. How can I say? On the 40, 48 continental. If you're if you're if you're Conus, right? I'm Conus, Dib West. Okay. So I, when I, my third, my father is a retired first sergeant, and I remember when I was in third grade, mm -hmm. stationed at a base. They moved him to a base. My mother wanted to keep us in Brooklyn so I could stay in the same schools. Mm -hmm. So there were three of us: my older sister, younger brother, and then my mother by herself working full time. And I don't know how she managed because I was a troublemaker at home. Yeah, with my siblings all the time. And my father was moved to the Presidio, which is right under the Golden Gate Bridge in, in San Francisco. And that was supposed to be a two-year deal. And halfway through that, he got picked up at the Sergeant Majors Academy. So spent Ooh. that year there. For two years, third and fourth grade, I saw my father once every four months, maybe. Yeah. And you know, you have certain memories in your childhood that you can still feel and see. You don't remember a lot of the in-between right. episodes. Yeah. The ones that stick out for me are me calling him on the phone, crying, when are you coming home? I miss you, Daddy. I thought my father was God. Yeah. God. And so and, and my father grew up very hard, being this complexion in Compton and Watts. So yeah. 
touch was not part of his love language outside mm-hmm. of I had to kiss him on his forehead all the time. Yeah. That was always there. And he kind of trained me the same way as your son, but he started that very early with as a baby holding me. But mm-hmm. this on the forehead where he, if, we, if I was ever acting up, he would cut his eyes and put his hand to the belt and take out just one one thing from the butt from the loop and just yeah. look and we froze. Yep. We had to put his hands on us. Right. Touch. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, what got me more emotional was I don't have, I'm not a daddy yet. So it wasn't yeah. from your perspective. Mm-hmm. It was from a boy's perspective. Right. Because I remember, you know what? I remember telling, I just remembered this. When we flew and landed, we, when we picked him up to the Sergeant Major Academy because he, he finished and they asked him to stay on and be an instructor. Mm-hmm. So we flew out to him and then we drove to California and drove past cross country. And I remember on the plane when it landed, I have this memory. I said to my mother at the end, this is now the end of two years when we landed and he was waiting for us before we saw him. I said, mommy, from the, as soon as we see daddy, does this mean we're a family again? Mm. I just remember at 10 years old, 10 years old, because I knew that was it. We didn't have to be apart any longer. Yeah. Remember, like those, it was an adjustment at that age for like that first year. I couldn't believe he wasn't going to leave again. It was weird. Like my mm. father lives with us. Father, because you don't, I didn't really, you know, it happened eight and nine. So you don't really remember seven, six, five, those ages or four. So like the years that I started to remember my childhood, I didn't have a father at home. He was out serving. Mm-hmm. And then he was home and I always had this little fear that he was going to be gone again. Like it took a couple of years that my daddy's always home. I always right. see him. And that's the life of a service member. Mm-hmm. It'd be interesting as your son develops, if when he gets to a point if you, that he understands the emotions he was going through now, if that was something he was able to realize he was feeling too, am I going to, did I start getting nervous that my father was going to leave at any moment? Right. Or, how long did it take? He's to already me? asking. He's already yeah. asking that when you come back home, do you have to go back? Oh, again. Yeah. And then wondering how long it's been taking his mind. Or else I have a permanent daddy. Like, I don't know. Right. He's here. He's here. He's not borrowed. Mm-hmm. And those two years sucked. Like, they sucked in my childhood. And and I rose, I rose hell for my mother with my siblings. Yeah. had to deal with it. And I'm not easy to deal with. But... Whenever she'd say, I'm going to tell your father, I froze. He was there, even when I he was there. And when I did act up and she said, I'm telling your father, and he got on the phone with me, I I froze on the phone. I was, right. But that was because he trained me the way you're training your boys. Mm-hmm. That, that young age training for the world coming on out. And right. it's interesting when you say your son's love language. So my love language, one of them significantly is touch. Mm. My father's and my daddy's sick now. It's Parkinson's. I help take care of him. Mm. And I'm physically stronger than him now, too. And I go to him and I mess with him and kiss him all over his face when he's laying in bed. (laughs) All over. And his nickname is Bootsy. And I'll start speaking to him in like a little baby voice to really F with him. And come here, Bootsy, baby. Come here, baby. (laughs) He'll be like, Negro, get off of me. Right. I'm like, whatever, you got to take it. I'm stronger. And just the other day, he was having an episode uh, of not really being so in touch with reality. Yeah. And my mother asked me for help, and I, I put my, I put him in his bed, and I laid next to him, and I put his arm, his head on top of my arm, and I kind of yeah. came physically bigger than him, and I put it in like this, 
and I and I lay and I cuddled him into me, and I just kept rubbing the top of his head. Yeah, you know, about trippy, like this was the dude when right. I was a little kid, and now he's my baby. Yeah. Wow. Boy, I have a question for you, though. What's up? Um, what would you tell the fathers that are serving, you know, from a son's perspective? What can they do to support their boys, not just their boys, their daughters, their children? You know, from your perspective, what would you tell a man that is serving, you know, a father that is serving? You mean while he's if he's away from home while he's away from home to try to keep the connection or just any words that well you, you know we didn't have technology back then so uh i remember when i was downrange i'm guessing this is what you whatsapped all the time or yeah time when you could i used to see late at night with the time zone like one in the morning everyone would be out doing that and that keep that communication so they're not alone it's a blessing and i'm sure you're doing that uh, and I would imagine you have you can't help but do that because that's your baby. You've got to be right. eyes on as much as you can. That's right. And, and that's that's stay in their business. Yep. Yep. That that's what you know. It's almost like Ish and I. We don't get, we live far apart. We're in each other's business all the time during the week. Technology is amazing when it comes mm -hmm. to that. And I remember when I was downrange, it was the first time I thought to myself, man, what must this have been like? Right, letters to write, and maybe letters. That's it. So yeah. that would be state use technology. Yeah, and yeah. I remember when my dad, uh, he was, he was. I guess it was a mobilization to Africa. Uh, he used to send, you know, send like uh, African artifacts home and uh, letters. But when I was um, deployed. Um, uh, overseas, uh, I think it was my first deployment. I should see video. They used to have a USO used to have a video where you can go in there and make a video. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just got to stay connected with their schoolwork. Hey, read me, you know, XYZ of, you know, what's the report? You know, keep me informed because little things like that, they remember. It's not so much of what you can give in terms of tangible stuff, but, you know, the quality time. Cause I remember, you know, as a kid, you know, uh, sometimes, you know, I had uncles. I remember going fishing more than I remember them giving me a quarter. Wow. You know, I, 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 it's just that quality time that will always, you know, resonate with them when they get older. Wow. And Ralph, real fast, cause your father served also like Boyd alluded earlier, talk about your experience being a child of a father that's deployed? So uh, I can only just remember, cause my dad, he served back, he was a, he a Vietnam, uh, Vietnam vet, right? So when, as the war uh, came to a close, I was born early eighties. He was, that was about done. So now he's just doing his regular guard or drill. Uh, so, uh, I can only vaguely remember that time he went to Africa, uh, and going on, um, you know, uh, I think he did some missions, peace missions or something like that. But, um, he always used to send stuff back, right? You know, he stayed connected. Uh, he made sure that, you know, that he, that we know 
that he loved us still, you know, regardless of where he at. So I take some of them tenants with me, uh, make sure my kids know that. And then also talk about the element of your wife, because you're gone for a while, for a while, oh, and she has to play different hats while you're yeah. gone. So um, just uh, talk about your wife. Man, so I'm lucky in that regard. You know, I'm blessed in that regard. My wife, when I tell you home six, she take care of home. She is, she allowed me to be focused and tunnel vision when it comes to my children. I don't have to worry about, you know, cleaning and cooking and all that stuff. I cook sometimes, but as far as just managing the house, she's, she, you know, she's number one. So I could just stay focused on the children, tend to their needs, you know, um, be a provider. But don't have to worry about it. I, I'm old school. I get paid, my wife get my check. This is my wife's house. I just live here. Yep, that's it. <laughs> I just live in it. I just live in it. Whatever you want. <laughs> so, so man, yeah, man, she she makes it, she make it easy. And it is just awesome just to see, like I see the pictures and how happy the family is, man. It's it's an awesome thing, man. It puts in work, man. I can't, I can't it, it, it pictures look great. That's what I, I, I tell people, you know, on you know, the Instagram photos, fam, uh Facebook, all that. the photos look great, but it took work. It takes a lot of work and it still takes work. Uh I think we're finally hitting our what they call it when you're riding a horse, we're finally getting in our groove. You know, right. it took some time. Yeah. You know, we, we'll be we'll be 14, 14 years married, uh November. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank, you. Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But I have, I have a question for you. Yeah, so you go ahead. It work. Can you unpack that for us? Like uh so I believe I'm a counselor, I believe in counseling. I me. I believe in going to counseling. I believe in, you know, relationship is a is a study. I believe it's a science to it. Just like I I, I talked about my son, know know your wife love language, know your partner's uh, love language, know their sign, know their characteristics, what what drives them, what inspires them. Uh, you go have to you gonna fall in love and fall out of love over and over again. Um, but but you have to be disciplined. You have to be grounded. You know, discipline comes, you know, I guess from my background, but we have the same common goal that we want this marriage to work. So you can be mad at me for a second or whatever. You want to go in your corner. <laughs> I go in my corner and then we'll, we'll you know, <laughs> after the three minutes, we'll come back. <laughs> we'll be all right. <laughs> so you gotta, you always gotta go to the source, man. You know, we gotta commonality in, in terms of spirituality. So that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah. And, and the beautiful thing about it, it creates a secure place for your children. Exactly. You know? Exactly. That exactly. he could be transparent. He could cry. He could right. laugh. He yeah. doesn't have to worry about you know daddy yeah. and mom. They're they're right. doing their thing. <laughs> right. And that's and that's what we encourage you. It's a high High level of uh, emotional IQ. Yeah, that's what that is. So, you know what else, Rob? I'm getting that you, you're wherever you are. You're in a skiff. 
my assumption because you can't you know share where you're able where you're at so that would mean you don't have your phone on you during the day or during the duty day when you're working yeah. so your, your babies just can't reach out to you whatever right. they want. even though you're clonus they mm -hmm. can't reach out to you yeah unless I, unless I email them on the low line yeah 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 i got yeah. it yeah. so that makes it that you know sticking to that schedule right. so they know this is the hour i'm daddy's mm -hmm. gonna be there and expect to have daddy there that can that is time that's right yeah yeah so if you got when you're you're not allowed to have any phones or or right. any information like that in the skip it's all so you check it yeah. in a spot yeah, yeah. put it in that box yeah yeah i know what you're saying i was deployed with sagittif so special okay. joint task force so i'm not an operator but i had to live that type of lifestyle yeah in terms of the, the staff on there. So like, it was very annoying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think uh, that's the most important thing is to is do this conversation. It's about discipline mm -hmm. and setting that example, you know, right. especially from your father. Mm -hmm. Now you're a father to your son. You're setting that those disciplines at them at an early age right. so just talk about the significance of just setting example and discipline uh so I, i'm always a advocate of sh show me a sermon don't don't just preach to me right um you know i i watched my dad i watched him you know i watched him like a heart whatever he did i, I tried to do Matter of fact, I got in trouble for driving his car into a gate when I was probably four or five years old. <laughs> Dad did it. The daddy did it, I can do it, right? <laughs> so um, modeling is, is like the number one, uh, uh, what they call it? It's the number one thing that a child gravitate to. They, they, they see, they are seers. So whatever they see, so I have to be disciplined in myself you know, I, you know, sometimes if I drink, right, I'm, I'm a social drinker. My kids will never see it, see it until they come up of age. We have a conversation. Hey, you know, um, dad drink is, is, is legal. I don't do any drugs. I socially drink. Uh, this is what it do. When you get of age, we can have our first drink together so I can watch it. Uh, so, you know, um, I'm just, I don't know, man, I'm disciplined in that regard. And, and you got to have discipline in the house because we're training adults, you know, even though we're rearing kids, we're training adults. You know, right. they have to go outside and, and be productive citizens. Um, we just can't let them just do what they want to do, even in the house. If you, don't, if you can do what you want to do in the house, you're going to try to do what you want to do outside the house. And when people get you, daddy can't do nothing for you. You know, it, it's interesting. That's a term that I only hear used in our culture, training of your child, as, especially with boys, training as opposed to raising or mm -hmm. training. Right. I think you have maybe it's understanding, you know, the whole experience in this country is very much based off of what complexion you are. Right. And it's a lot more danger. If there's danger, you need to be trained. Right, especially if if you have if you're privileged, you get to be raised. Raised, you got to be trained. That's right. And I know this because I get to live with that privilege. So mm -hmm. how light I am. Mm -hmm. So again, 
forget it. But I, I love that you said that. And the first time I ever heard that was my father when I was young. I trained you different. I didn't even say those words. Yeah. And then it's cool as a young boy, like you feel a sense of ownership, like an adult. I'm being trained by my dad. Mm-hmm. Like it's empowering you. It's, it's something that you're part of. You're not, it's not happening to you. You're, you're like on a team. Right. Team daddy, team, team last name. And, and I'm That's being right. for this world. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it. It's, Uncle Mike, you 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 kind of shaking. You got a question? Yeah. I'm, I'm enjoying the conversation. This is really, really great. I'm just learning, and but I do have a question, Ralph. Yeah. No. So what happened after that? You know, you see this split moment of this. So I mean, it was just so yeah. cool to see a dad and son. Just yeah. The MP, the MPs came. We snuck out. <laughs> 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 I kept watching it over and over again. It was so beautiful. But what happened after? After that, man, he had to he had to get up, wash his face, brush his teeth, make his bed. It's time to go to school. <laughs> <laughs> but you did make the game. Uh, yeah, I made the game. Yeah. You was there for the game. That is so yeah. precious. So yeah. precious. Yeah. And, and, and talk about the game experience. How was that like? Oh man. Uh, I put it on my stories, but uh, I guess it, it it goes after 24 hours. <clears throat> the game was great, man. He actually he overexerted himself. I'm I, mean, sure. I, gotta tell him, I told him, I said, listen, listen, don't play for me, play for yourself. I'ma be proud regardless. Just have a good time and play. Uh he scored a touchdown. He made about three four uh tackles. Um, but um he he ran too hard a couple of times. The coach ran him back to back like three times. He he broke for like forty yards each time. He's fast now. Huh. He just he overdid it. That is understand. <laughs> Expect his yeah. arrow is there. Yeah, he overdid it, man. But yeah, I was proud of him, man. I've been proud of him. Been keeping up with him the whole season. Been doing pretty good. So it was That's a good game. And then also, what about your daughter? Like, what happened after? Like, same thing. Wash her face. She went to school. Want to go shopping? Want <laughs> <laughs> to go shopping? That's, that's my baby. That's my little princess. Uh, gifts right. is her love language. <laughs> this and plus that's she's a Libra, and she and she's a Libra. Wow. So you know, Libras like trendy stuff. Watch they like they like the new news. Proud, save your teeth. Yeah. I just had a birthday, <laughs> had a birthday <laughs> three days ago. Watch your mouth. Yeah, it's fun. I know my wife. <laughs> my wife's a Libra. I know about it. You know, it's funny that you say that with your daughter because whenever I knew my father was coming home. I would save for something I really wanted to ask him because I knew I could get him. And my mother was not having it. But Pops, he would also, he would try to like pacify me for him being gone. So he wanted, yeah. So I knew, and I would like, I got some harachis from him. I was scared to death to ask my mother for him. But that was Pops when he came home. I, oh, I, I have another question though. How, how has the pandemic affected your family? You know, you're serving plus the pandemic. You're um, here's your family at home. 
Yeah. And how did that, you know, have an impact on your so, family? Uh, during the pandemic, actually, my whole family, we all caught COVID at one time. Oh, wow. And I was actually doing the trainer. So it's it's crazy. So uh, for my duty station, I went home because uh, we had the, the pre-mobilization training, right? I went home uh, to get some of my home goods. When I was at home, we all, we all caught we all caught COVID. Wow! <laughs> wow. So um, me, uh, we all caught COVID. So um, everybody on the house got sick. I got sick the worst. Wow. And I, I I say I was in fairly good shape, but I had to be hospitalized. Wow. <laughs> and uh and you know my tech, well, my number well, my tech, the, the uh superior officers and uh training NCOs, it's like, hey, how you doing? Uh if you don't show up something such such, we're gonna have to refrag you. <laughs> so so basically, man, I had to heal up, man. I had to pray and heal up. Can you explain to them what refrag means? So basically, I mean, so once you're so once you're ordered to serve, right? You got to go to your your duty station, and if you don't go to your duty station, you get kicked off, or you get you know you basically get kicked off to some to somewhere else. Uh, you miss your deployment, really. So I was uh, days out of missing my deployment, and that's not that's not a good look on your record. <laughs> not at all. So, How early into the virus did you get sick? What month? Uh, I got the first wave of the Delta. Whatever, whatever month that was, the Delta. Wasn't that this year? Yeah, that was this year. Delta wow. variant. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it, it hit my whole house. Wow. So, um, yeah, COVID, it, it affected the house, man. But, um, we, I mean, we some fighters, man, I guess. <laughs> and blessed. And blessed, yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely, man. And I'm just happy you're here. You're alive. I'm happy that your family alive. Yeah, me too. Um, this was a great conversation. Yeah. Seriously, we got to do this again. But before we end it, what do you want people to know about you and your family who saw that video for the first right. time and it ended? What do you want uh, people to know about you and your family? So just we are regular folks, man. We're just close knit, right? Our family, we really, the reason why we're so close, we do include other people, but majority of the time it's just us. Um, both both of my parents are deceased. She have a uh, um, her dad is in Connecticut, and her mom's deceased. So our parents, so our kids don't really have any grandkids. I mean, uh, grandparents. It's really just us, really, and some of our friends. That's why we kind of, you know, depend on us. So when you see the video. You know, when it's just us and somebody is gone, everybody feels it. You know, my son, he's more emotional, but my daughter, she she have a reaction. My wife have a reaction. Um, so when you see the video, just know that we're just a tight family. You know, we you know, and and it's really just us, man. We got a us against the world mentality. <laughs> we got North Carolina. 
Say it again. You live in North Carolina? Me? No, no, I live in Florida. I said my wife, uh, my wife's hut, well, my father-in-law is in Connecticut. Where in Florida? Uh, Tallahassee. Is that close Florida. to Is that close to Eglin? That's about two and a half hours. Thank you. Uh, two and a half hours of Eglin. That's a beautiful base. You trying to narrow in what your job, what you do in the army by figuring Oh, I'm out. a logistic. I'm a logistic officer. Okay, I got yeah, you. Yeah, what, yeah. Are you are you in 04, 05? 04. 04. It was me. Uh-huh. I I go to phase three of the of ILE Sunday. I'm finally oh, really? going to phase three. Okay. Okay. That's the schooling he and I have to complete. I love to hear servicemen talk. Yeah, I do too. Man. I love, but, but we, but we have to wrap it up. Mandatory compete, uh, complete to get promoted to lieutenant colonel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I love. I made this connection. This is a yes. beautiful thing, man. We, we, yeah, just man. Y'all keep me relationship here on a dad is not a now podcast. That's Boyd, right. I love you. Thank you for I jumping you. on, Uncle Mike. I love you. Thank you for jumping on, on vacation in Virginia. Love you, uh, Mr. Watts. Thank yep. you for jumping on. I really appreciate. Oh, yeah. Thank oh, yeah. you, for, thank you to your family for opening your, your your home, whether it was two minutes to share that with the world. So oh, thank yeah. you for that, and thank you for everyone for tuning in. We're out. Peace. Thank All you, right. battle. All right.